Well, it's Tuesday, so you know what that means. We're going to have the review of Monday Night Raw. There's some good stuff, some bad stuff. There seemed to be killing a whole lot of time, too. I don't know what was up with that. But we're going to get to all of that, my feelings about some stuff, and where they can go going forward after Survivor Series. So stick around, and we'll get all to it after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Thankfully, that worked the second time. Tonight, today, whatever you are, whenever you're listening to it, we're going to talk about last night's Raw, which had some good moments. There are some why the wasting the time moments. There's some we'll see where it goes moments. And it wasn't a complete waste, which is a good change of pace for Raw. Now, having the recap every week, I mean, yeah, I guess that's good. In case you didn't somehow catch everything that happened with them showing everything that led to KO finally snapping. Which, again, the only thing I really wish is he would have got a title Roman. He was going against Roman all those times. Instead of losing all the ways that he did, you know, um, because I thought him and Roman were putting on great matches. And even with the... uh, ridiculousness of Heyman and that bloody handcuff key. I still think that they put on, you know, fantastic matches. And I thought it was a good run. I mean, he might not have been champion, but his face run wasn't that bad. I mean, it was actually really, really good in my opinion. So see what they do with this. Hopefully, I mean, it leads to a championship run or just hell of a good run. Because we still don't know exactly uh, if he's leaving, if he's staying, what they're going to do. So wait and see what happens there. And normally they give people contracts to keep them around. They give them a little bit and then, well, they just bury them afterwards. So we'll see. But after the recap, Biggie's in the ring. He goes down there. Talks all the trash on Roman for attacking his family. Yeah, being Woods and Kofi from the New Day. He's going to get his on Sunday, which I still think that's going to be a phenomenal match. I mean, do I think Roman's going to win? I mean, he hasn't been pinned in, what, over 700 days at this point? Yeah, I mean, whether, you know, if if he loses by DQ, I wouldn't be surprised. Because then he still technically hasn't been pinned. So they can carry on everything, and everyone can still, you know, look. He can still look as good as he does. He can put on a hell of a fight. So I think that's going to be a really, really good one. I'm excited for that. And I will say that people like AJ when Brock was champion, so if like him and, you know, Brock did put on, him and Daniel Bryan, I mean, they put on great matches. So, you know, I think it could be, it's going to be a good one. We haven't had a, again, I'm just looking for good wrestling when it comes to this, but he calls out KO, KO comes out. Yeah, yada, 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 gets to, you know, KO, good old Kevin Owens telling Biggie that whatever he does anymore after that is on him. Because he made him out to, you know, he decided to screw him and be whatever makes me out to be. Why not? Um, which again, turning heel, I mean, it's a good thing. I, you know, he, we know he does great heel work. I mean, just look back when he first debuted on Raw when he answered John Cena's challenge, I believe it was, and he was still you know, NXT champion, stomped on the belt like he did all of that. Like, and this stuff with Sammy and he was champion down NXT. I mean, all of like Finn, like they had so much good stuff down there. If you haven't seen it, sadly, I mean, 
go on Peacock and watch it because that stuff when he was on his heel run down there, I think that was far better than anything he's done on the main roster so far. You can argue me on that. I mean, it's arguable, but that heel run was just amazing. But look where he was again when he did it. Like NXT back then was the hottest thing on the planet. So I'm looking forward to see what he does, though. You know, and then anyway, you know, KO walks away. Big E goes chasing after him quite slow, by the way. There was no running. Gets attacked by the Usos as he tries to go through the curtain. Everyone's favorite, you know, whatever you want to call Riddle, comes running out to save him. You know, to stop the onslaught, even though we all know how Randy feels about it. Well, we get to hear that later. But Sony comes out, makes the match, you know, tag match between Riddle and Big E against the Usos before she's gone. Rollins comes out to be on commentary. Like this whole big thing. But again, like the Usos can wrestle Big E chemistry with them. Riddle, he's put on hell of good matches to me. Like the guy's got it. He might irritate the hell out of you, but he's talented. But yeah, that match. Yeah, Big E's outside. It's one of them. Seth gets in his face. He drops him. Seth hits the ring. Attacks Big E. There comes, you know, the attack on them because there's three of them. There we go. Here comes Randy. Yeah, hits an RKO, which he's just seemed to be hitting them all over the place. Commercial break. Then we come back to RK Bro and Big E against the Usos and Seth Rollins. And it was normal stuff. I mean, they continued it on. I mean, they seemed to have really big segments where they took up just time after time after time for the show, which is weird as it was the go home. Like, I mean, it wasn't even like it was a bad weird, you know. It wasn't that at all. And granted, it's a really long show, but there are a lot of segments, like whether it's matches or anything, that just seemed like they just kept going and going and going. Like, think about it. Biggie talking. Here comes Kevin. Then the attack from the USOs. Here comes Riddle. Sony makes a match. Come back. Another segment or two. You know, commercial there. All hell breaks loose again. Enter Rip, yeah, Randy, and they make it a six-man tag. Like, it just kept going and going, but it was good. But again, and Riddle had one of those big flurries. He's been having reached, taking out everything in his path. Be the Uso, Seth, everyone, just feet and everything flying all over the place, and Seth gets him with the roll-up and gets the win. And yeah, the Usos go after, you know, Riddle after the you know, match is over. Obviously, duh, because he's one half the tag t- team champs, and they're facing them. That's Survivor Series, you know, SmackDown versus Raw Tag Champs, which I think is going to be just phenomenal. I really, really do. Again, I've been a big proponent the whole time. Jimmy was hurt and having all these troubles that, you know, once he came back, but, but like they needed the Usos in the tag division. So it's going to be a really good match. And in the end, I mean, Riddle throws Jimmy over the rope as he's doing it on his attack. Jay comes running in it. Riddle gets an RKO. And then after that's done, poor Jay gets picked up for a big ending. Well, yeah, he was talking trash to Roman. Uh, so pretty much Jay was just there to get mauled. And another big one I must throw out there. Um, I know probably going to surprise a lot of you when I say this, but can we, for the love of God, if Jimmy is right there with him, never give Jay a microphone. Ever. I don't like care. Like you're not going to convince me. Like he's just so over the top ridiculous. It's just 
I mean, like he's trying to be him turned up to 11, which they're supposed to. I mean, Jimmy does it, and it just sounds so natural. But Jay, like, it just... It's nothing about it. I don't know. It just turns me completely off, and it hurts my head. So, everyone listening in the world, for the love of God, if Jimmy's there, let him do the talking. Jay's super talented in the ring, but out of the two of them, for the love of God, let Jimmy do the talking. Just me, personally. Sure, there's a lot of people that agree with it, but for the love of everything holy. Don't make us listen to that repeatedly because he sucks. Uh, Needs to be Anka backstage and Gorilla getting interviewed. Tamina steps up. You know, so they're going to have, you know, a match. Uh, Before they get to the match, of course, we have to have KO backstage getting interviewed and gets interrupted by Finn. Finn tells him he doesn't trust him and they're facing off one another. Now he's supposed to be Finn against Seth, but turned into him against KO. And we all knew what that meant the match was going to be. Because again, look, if you, you didn't see their stuff before, like they have great chemistry together. Their matches are always really, really good. So it was a hell of a good, you know, not even the main event, which is the amazing part for what it was and who it was that didn't get the main event, but it was what it is. And then we finally get back to Bianca and Tamina. And yeah. Tamina got some in. Yeah, she looked good. I mean, Bianca was missing an eyelash. Yeah, that whole thing was ripped off, which looked weird. But, yeah, she hoists up Tamina, gets the KOD, gets the win. Out comes Dewdrop. Yeah, saying that, yeah, she'll get her after, after Survivor Series. She'll be looking for Bianca. So, I mean, at least that gives her something. We could really see, like, what they allow Piper, as we can you know, go back to that, like what they'll allow her to be on the main roster. If you saw her in NXT UK, I mean, we know what she has to work with, which is why are they going to let her do that with the character that she has now? And at least that's something that we can go into right after Survivor Series. She get involved in, you know, screw Bianca, who knows? But at least that's a story going forward, which I'm okay with. I really like me again. Bianca's talented. We know what Dewdrop can do if you've seen it. Like, so I'd like to see what they actually do with it. I mean, What's going to come of it, I don't know, but I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. As long as, yeah, because she really is talented. If you ever watch her, I mean, you get a chance to, but she's super talented just if she gets the right opportunity. And, you know, we'll see what they do with it. But I mean, I don't know. It's got one of those weird feelings about it. Yeah, but Bianca's probably going to come out on top because, I mean, she's just so up there i just don't see her losing but again we'll see when time comes never know i mean that could surprise us big time bex on the mic after that ripping charlotte i mean she ripped her really 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 i'd say she was doing a really good job and it's thousand i just for some reason when i listen to becky talk with delivery and all that and everything she does like i find it a thousand times better than sasha or Charlotte, like Charlotte's really just over the top. And it's like that no one, like not even a crazy person talks like that. Like, I don't like it. Can she talk? Yes. But is she way more like athletically gifted? Yes. Um, Becky has the talking thing down. And I really don't know what they're going to do with the match. I'm sure it's going to end in something, you know, disqualification or something. Charlotte's going to go off. And I don't know what the hell is going to happen. But they're both so on fire right now. I don't see either of them, you know, getting pinned, at least not clean. So they're both heels, which is like 
I mean, they can beat the hell out of each other and get away with it and fits perfectly. So excited for that. But again, she's on the mic doing her thing. One time I wasn't happy to see Liv Morgan, but you know, I mean, I would love seeing Liv Morgan. And it's good to, you know, I just want to see what she's going to do with this opportunity. But, you know, she, you know they played the video package. And you know, Liv saying that, you know, Becky's last words were before she left was, you know, you're going to be champion when I get back. And, you know, she wasn't. And then Becky went to, you know, rip her and tell her it's not her fault that, you know, she couldn't do it when she did it in 26 seconds and blah, da, 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 da. And, you know, I want to, I really like just because it's finally like Liv getting a shot. And if you've seen Liv forever, like there's so many different things. You saw her start back in NXT. Like I remember she was first hopping around, nowhere near what she is now, trying to figure it all out. But it's good just to see her get an actual opportunity. I mean, with Becky, I mean, you don't get any higher than like on the pecking order than the man, big time Bex, whatever the hell you want to call her. Harris last kicker from a long time ago. Like whatever they're gonna do, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really, you know, interested to see what they're gonna do with it and see what they give, you know, live and how she performs. That's the big one. Like how she'll be on the mic, how will the matches be, like just total package now that she's gonna get the opportunity, at least, you know, some kind of opportunity. Hopefully it's you know a real one and worth it, but she got it. I want to see what she does with the ball. I mean, I they're not going to have her beat Becky. Yeah, I just don't see that even being in the cards. But I'm curious to see what she's going to do with the opportunity to finally be in that spot. You know, you saw everything. If you watched you know, anything, see how far she comes. Amazing. I'll just, you know, see what happens. The fans are, Leon you know, love her. So they always have. We just got to see what they do with it all. And then Riddle and Orton backstage again. Yeah, Orton, you know, Randy sells it perfectly again. You know, and Riddle goes and puts himself on the line for other people. He doesn't care about them. The only thing he cares about is the team and the titles. And of course, we get the Orton, yeah, all mad mocking way. And yeah, after, you know, there's Riddle going, So you do care about me. You know, the normal stuff. But again, when he's all yelling stuff like, I could believe it. I could dig it. It's a Marine Corps thing in me. I don't know, but I could believe it. You know, and I think that I just want to see him keep going. I want to see Riddle change his character. You know, maybe stop going in there to save everybody. But, you know, because they have their match going up, they didn't need the match. It's true. I mean, if you're just talking about, like, if it wasn't what it was, like, he's right. I just don't want to – like, I like it perfectly because Randy the way he is and Riddle, like, the kind of skirting, like, a good fine line – with Randy being Randy and Riddle being Riddle, I mean, polar opposites, like it's a really good thing. So I like it. I don't know that one. Um, I don't know who's going to win that one. I don't know. They have Randy lose that one, but they've had Jay drop some matches on SmackDown, so they could. I mean, no matter what, they're still going back to SmackDown on, you know, the Island of Relevance and everything else. They spew. So I don't know how to call that one. Wait and see how SmackDown goes and think it all over properly before I give any predictions on that one. But real there talking to the Prophets afterwards. And then uh, the Prophets in their match against Alpha Academy. Again, Gable's amazing. Uh, Otis, like, since he's switched from, you know, happy Otis. Mandy's gone and all that. Like, I think he's been phenomenal. And they have, you know, good matches. Super Prophets stole this one. So I got to see what they do 
with that going forward. But I mean, they beat them. Like, yeah, it's just so much going on. We'll, you know, see how it all goes, especially in the tag team division. Because I mean, Ziggler and Rude kept getting, you know, pinfall victories over the champions. And, you know, Street Profits and, you know, Omos have had their issues. But then later on the night, we see AJ and Omos against Ziggler and Rude, you know, the dirty dogs. And Amash just beat the living shit out of him the whole time. There's no other way to describe that. That was just a whooping. And AJ went in to, you know, do a phenomenal forearm afterwards just to get the win. But, I mean, that was just a straight-up just ass whooping. Granted, they all talked before him, which is all, you know, normally, you know, the ridiculous thing where they overdo it, Ziggler and Rube, but they could talk. But, like, so now, you know, now the team that kept pinning the champions just got murdered by, or mauled, that's a better M word, by, you know, Omos. No, they got the, like, we're just going to see what they do with it. But at least, I mean, there's different tag stories going on. It's not just people chasing the champions. You know, it's a bunch of people having a different, bunch of different things. So, okay. That, you know, I mean, I think it'd be better for someone else to get it rather than like AJ and Omas get it. Like, they just stay around in the picture, you know, until they finally split them. Just because there could be much, you know, much better quality matches with Riddle and, Randy being champions, in my opinion, because they could have more matches with everyone. Because I mean, it's not twelve foot tall Omos. I'm not saying he can't wrestle, but he's limited just because he's nine feet tall. You know, that makes it a little bit harder to figure all that out. But it was good to see, yeah, you know, different people in different matches, like yeah, you know, multiple tag matches of people doing stuff. Because you know, they used to do it like it, the Attitude Era. I mean, there'd be yeah, people going after the championship, but there'd be yeah. You know, other people having others just having matches to tell stories and like just put on good matches and it can tell stories without having to have anything big and crazy and stupid. So overall, I mean, I see where it's going, but I I think they're doing a pretty good job about it. As long as they don't have AJ and Amos become champions again, just because again, just for me, never mind how good AJ is and all that, just the match quality that they can have with other people if you know keep the belts off of AJ and Omos just because everyone else is more compatible and he's nine feet tall. So, no, we'll see. I don't know. I just like the new Otis. And again, Gable, you know, hopefully they keep putting him in positions where he could show how good he is like he had in those matches. You know, which were phenomenal, like for a couple of weeks there. So good for him. I still can't believe they picked Jason Jordan over him for the Kurt Angle thing. I don't get it, but there's something there. Uh, Ray confronts Adam Pierce. I know what he did to Dom after having a verbal agreement and taking him off the team, putting him in that situation. What kind of man is he? Yada, yada, yada. Adam Pierce tells him to stay in his lane. He's the kind of man that's putting him in a match against Lashley later tonight, which was the main event, which I guess as it's Lashley, but no offense, like KO and Seth should have been the main event. Much better match. Yeah, I mean, they did let. Ray get way more offense in than I thought they were going to. So there was that positive note. They did let him get some offense in. But, I mean, we all knew what was going to happen. And, yeah, after it was all said and done, Adam Pierce gets interviewed in Gorilla. As we borrow the microphone, goes out and tells Austin, you know, say that he's off the team and Austin Theory's on the team. Austin hits Dom with his finisher, you know, so we're going to see where it goes with that. I just don't want to see, you know, Sonya abusing her power, him doing all that. Like, uh, there's just something about them both doing it that just hurts my damn head. Um, but I will say Bobby Lashley and his, you know, 
promo before the match was actually not bad. Um, I'm always critical of Bobby Lashley and his talking abilities. I mean, that one wasn't that bad. He felt it more. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's doing lessons for this. I don't know, but I believed it more. Like it sounded good. I thought that was a good promo. You know, come in here and correct me where I'm wrong. You know, but I thought it was good. Way better than what they did after that because he gave his promo, right? And obviously anyone that watched it, I mean, then Ray and Dominic enter. You know, so they do that commercial. And they come back, show everything that happened. Then we get a preview of the matches for Survivor Series, hit Lashley's music. He starts coming. And another commercial break. So that was two commercial breaks just for entrances before we even got to the match. I felt like they were killing a lot of time, both at the beginning and at the end of that show. So it didn't seem like they had to like rush anything. Otherwise, why are they throwing all those commercial breaks in there? I mean, like it seemed like they were just here. What this will kill most of it, which is a damn shame because they could just have actual matches like fill up the space to build stories that way. They used to. Maybe it's just me. I don't know, but it was very, very drug out. But Lashley did sound better on the microphone. Um, not on the whole Adam Pierce thing, him telling Big E that if he got near Seth and KO's match, that you know, he has two words for him Brock Lesnar. Like, I mean, it's going to be one of those. I just don't see it ending well, regardless. I mean, both of them using the power. Obviously, Naomi's going to face, you know, Sonya at some point. I mean, and Pierce going to come back and Brock's just going to maul him. And that's going to be the last time we see him. He's going to get thrown in like a garbage truck or into anything like we've seen happen to Bischoff a lot of times, actually, I believe. You know, and what they're going to do with it, but both of them abusing their power and being dumb and just him having this new, like Brock Lesnar beat the hell of Brock Lesnar beat the hell of a lot of people in WWE. It's just the way it is, but we'll see where they go with it. And then we start getting to some dumb stuff before we get to KO and Seth. I mean, Queen Zelina defeating Nikki ASH, you know, with Carmella and Rhea at ringside. You know, Zelina hit the code red for the victory, which again, it looks good. And you wrap up and have a person, you know, take a proper bump. Like it looks great. But, you know, Corey the whole time talking down Nikki and her abilities and what she means to, you know, the team of her and Rhea. And the fact that he kept saying he was having a hard time even paying attention to the match the whole time because Carmella was like up and like standing there at ringside in front of him and near him. Like we get it. We all saw that you're together. We all know it. For the love of God. Then turned us into the next one. All he did was talk about her the entire time. Rhea gets the win with the riptide. And he just, like, that's all it was. It was just about how beautiful she was. Damn face. Fucking, like, how distracted he was. Like, there wasn't any talk about the actual match, really. Like, everyone else was. Like, I get it. They're together. We all get it. But for the love of everything holy, can you shut the hell up? about it like we all get it it was okay for a little bit like but when there's literally a whole entire two matches going on you're just talking about like Carmella and her beauty kind of does get irritating could just be me i could just be a miserable prick i mean i've been known many things but it could be possible and also zelina's stupid ass accent can we just get rid of it for love of god like these stupid ass accents it's unnecessary she could have pulled off the same exact thing with the Brooklyn accent, whatever the hell she had. Like, she could have pulled that all off with that and still been a queen. Like, it is physically possible. And really, my interpretation, though, is the accent ridiculous. Carmel on her mask and him never shutting the hell up about her hurts it. 
him, you know, talking trash about, you know, Nikki all the time and like not having anyone else contending or even there for the women's out. Like it diminishes it. Like they made this big thing, gave them their titles. And it's been a complete joke for the most part to me. Like there's no meaning or anything behind any of it. And if they cut it out of the show, no one would even notice that they cut it out of the show. And I noticed that they didn't have the tag champs, you know, women tag champs there on the first one, the draft and all that. We didn't see them, but like, do we have, like, it really just to me diminishes any feelings or anything about the division like it makes them look even more clownish and useless than they already did look because of some of the choices they made again this is just me feel free to tell me if you think i'm being an idiot you know but i just i think it takes away so much from it when all we're talking about is carmela's face and her ass and like she's got a stupid accent they're talking I mean, like it's just clowny like it takes all seriousness or any like credibility out of it to me and it hurts my damn head and it's a damn shame because i mean everyone involved in that is super talented i'm not trying to say that but it's just so dumb to me yeah again come on comment whatever you want tell me i'm an idiot but that's just the way i feel about it. and then again ko and finn which wasn't the main event but i mean is that the nine like it actually was right at 10 o'clock because you saw the second copyright thing come in the corner but uh it's exactly what you expected from them you know exactly the match like whatever show venue anything like nxt wwe raw smackdown anywhere overseas like there's just people they just have such good chemistry in their matches together and they put on gold and it was ko's first win since coming over to raw and he gets it with a stunner after a bunch of you know attempted coup de gras he you know kicked out of a pop-up power bomb finn did like all kinds of good stuff um so can't wait to see what they do in the future. But again, those two, they just have chemistry. Like anyone that's seen them in the ring together and what they've done knows they have chemistry. So pretty sure we can all agree on that. Unless someone out there really just is a dick and wants to fight about anything. But overall, I mean, I give B Biggie's, you know, Mike skills, good KOs, Mike skills, good Randy riddle. Like most of the talking now was good. Even Lashley sounded good. Like, and I don't say that very often. Um, the women's tag team division just was made a joke to me. Uh, Becky could talk. Like, there was a lot of just good stuff. There's some good, like, but the big takeaway is just them making the women's tag division look really, really terrible. Adam Pierce just hurting people's heads. KO finally went, you know, and again, just time killing. Like, so many segments right up front between just that and, like, again, there were two whole segments of just pretty much. Someone talking, entrance, commercial, preview of Survivor Series and recap. Someone else starts entrance. Then they come back for another, like, you know, two segments kill that much airtime just to people making entrances in a preview of, like, you know, like, it seemed like they were trying to just kill time because apparently, like, I mean, that many segments start and end it. That's just me, though. I mean, if they work, they work. And, you know, they worked, but like when the entrances are that long, and again, Ray like got him more offense than I thought he was going to. And now the theory thing that's been with the Mysterio. So we're going to see how that continues afterwards. Because again, I think Austin Theory is super talented. I wasn't very you know big fan of them throwing up there with Andrade just because it made no sense. Um, then I'm doing the thing down, you know, getting beat all the time in NXT. I was like, but then they moved more with Gargano, and you know it made sense just because it's Johnny, and you know like they made it fit. So. 
want to see what they're going to do with him this time. Again, I hate Celtic thing, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm really looking forward to see what they do with him and Ray or Dom or whoever. You know, it, it, it's going to be. Because the kid, again, he's super talented. Yeah, you know, just getting his, you know, into his groove, fitting in, not, you know, burning bridges while everyone's standing on him being, a, you know, pain in the ass. Like, so I think, it, like, it could be really, really good. And the teams are, you know, lining up nicely for Survivor Series. Um, again, if they just had qualifying matches to get on there, instead of throwing people on there, they wouldn't be throwing this stuff out there just to cause more headaches. Yeah, especially we still don't even know the fifth guy is for SmackDown. We're not going to know until, you know, either SmackDown or something's going to show up on Sunday. You know, just leave some intrigue, but I've been waiting for something stupid. Like, I personally just am just because it's them. They love to do stupid stuff. So, they do. Then tonight we got 2.0. Tomorrow we got Dynamite. Friday we got SmackDown and Rampage. Yeah, Survivor Series on Sunday, like it is a big week of wrestling. So I'm really, you know, and all the stuff that's on, you know, the YouTube channel for AEW, like I'm really excited to see where they're going to go with all of it and how they're going to, you know, bring things full circle and around. But man, it's a pretty good week of wrestling. And I think, you know, again, look at the matches we have. Charlotte, Becky, you know what they're going to do. It's going to be good. Big E and Roman, like after everything Roman said about him going over to cash in, like they get to have their thing. And that should be great. Now, and it'll really like Big E to have his moment. Uh, tag titles, Usos, RK Bro, like that would be a good one. Like, there's Shinsuke and Priest, like that should be phenomenal. Like, so I'm really looking forward to a lot of them and see what they do with the five on five. But I mean, whatever, it's a five on five, like those singles matches, those are the really good ones. I'm looking forward to all of that, but we'll see. It'll be a good week. And that being said, I'm jumping off though. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching, listening. Don't forget to like all the videos, comment on all the videos so I you know, know what you think and share them all out because that helps the most. And the same goes with the audio. Share it out because you can click on the thing and there is the possibility to share on pretty much all listening platforms so more people get you know, their ears on it. And follow along on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, like there's all kinds of different platforms. Follow them along, give reviews on YouTube and stuff like that helps and comments and followers and like all that helps me get, you know, seen more if you like what I do. So if you could take just a couple seconds to do that, it's appreciated. But let me know what you think. Don't forget Justin's coin phrase, like share, comment and repeat. Let me know, what, you know, let everyone do it. Let them all know. Because again, it helps, gets more, you know, ears. And if you ever, and eyes on the show, and if you ever want to be on, all you have to do is message me and you can come on here and tell me exactly what you think. We could talk wrestling. Like I'm always down for that. And as long as we could, you know, line it up timing wise, I have no problem with that. So thanks for the watch and listen. Enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy 2.0 if you, know, you can. Depending on how dumb it gets. And until tomorrow, my friends, peace.